You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Welcome back to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. Listen, y'all, I have a treat for you all. Um, We had such a great response from the last podcast that we did uh, entitled Save Single and Ready to Mingle that I came on today with my wife, y'all. Ooh, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) My wife, Brittany Watson. Uh, she's on with us. Hello, everybody. You wanna you wanna introduce yourself? I think you kind of did, but okay, I already did. <laughs> All right, you're absolutely right. Um, so this is gonna be good, y'all. We're gonna be able to share a little bit of our story, and I'm gonna get a chance to kind of interview her and ask her some questions, and, and you know, just have her kind of share just from the female perspective uh, regarding this topic because it's a real topic when we're dealing with. Uh, relationships within the church. Uh, I said on the first podcast episode that it's not always an easy thing. It can be very difficult um, when trying to court um, or date within the church. So we're just going to share a little bit of our story. And, you know, those of y'all who marry, you may understand sometimes that, you know, the husband's story may be a little different than the wife's story. Whatever. <laughs> Typically, the wife like to fabricate. Well, <laughs> <laughs> tell the truth, in other words, right? <laughs> like to fabricate a little bit more uh, kind of uh, how things came to be. Um, but Brittany and I, we've been married for a little over five years now. Um, we have a beautiful daughter, Eden Sophia uh, Watson. Uh, she's a little over four months old now and um and uh we're just gonna share a little bit so uh first and foremost um one of the things i talked about on the first podcast is how important it is to be equally yoked and how sometimes we can we can take that and uh we can actually uh be too deep we can become too deep when we deal with that topic and and honestly i said before that Really, when, uh, you know, when we talk about from a scriptural or biblical standpoint or from a Christian standpoint, what it means to be equally yoked, um, that deals with, you know, actually, are they a believer? Are they saved? And um, when me and Brittany, when we met, uh, the good thing is that we both were saved. She saw me in the church, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> doing my thing. I was probably at some church prophesying. Or- oh, my goodness. <laughs> And she saw me, you know, and, uh, you know, she she decided to get my number. So we actually went about. This is the fabricated story that you was just talking about that wives do. <laughs> well, let's 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 hear your story. How did how did we come about? Um, So we were introduced um, through a pastor friend. Um, he knew Isaac and he was a friend, a friend of my mom's. Um, and so he told me he had some some joker that he wanted me to meet (laughs) and i think at that time neither one of us was actually even looking for um a relationship isaac you were actually in a relationship i was in a relationship old news but um (laughs) um so neither one of us was really even looking for a relationship so when we kind of met up i'll make it real short but it was very awkward it was kind of like some um small talk or whatever and that was pretty much it. Um, I guess a week or so or a couple weeks after that, I went to Isaac's church. They were teaching on a subject that I was interested in. And from that moment, he saw the glory on me or whatever. And <laughs> and then he, um, he came and sat by me at church uh, in the service. And then the rest is history pretty much, right? 
Yeah, the rest is history. Um, and actually, I talked about on on the first episode. Uh, I talked about how I don't necessarily believe that God chooses a spouse for you, but that God can lead you and God can highlight certain individual uh, or an individual to you. And actually, when she came into the service that day, well, first and foremost, let me say this. When we first met, um, because we were not looking for each other, neither one of us were interested. Like we were not impressed with one another. We didn't we hardly wanted to talk to yeah. one another because um um the friend who introduced us you know he kind of set me up because i was supposed to be going on a radio show with him uh that day so he told me to meet him at his job so i did and uh my wife was there Brittany was there and he just kind of said hey isaac this is Brittany. Brittany, this is isaac i'll be right back and walked away and then he just kind of walked away so it was kind of <laughs> awkward we were just we talked for like maybe 10 minutes or so it was really uh, you know, it was really surface level, just exchange like Twitter accounts or Facebook accounts. And and that was that. Um, uh, so I wasn't even even when I met her, it was nothing really about her, to be quite honest, that, you know, that that really piqued my interest because I wasn't looking for my. Not interest to yet. Be he ain't know. <laughs> now, no, that's true. <laughs> now, when she came to the church a couple weeks later, um. It's it's really I believe that God actually highlighted her to me because she was uh, I came in the service a little late because I was actually getting ready to go out of town um, the next day. I, well, I was supposed to go out of town the next morning and um, I was standing in the back of the church and out of the corner of my eye, I, I didn't know it was her, but I saw her in uh, towards the back and she was worshiping God. She had her hands lifted and uh, I looked and uh, I, I, I really honestly believe that God highlighted her to me All right. because when I looked, I saw her with her hands lifted and I and I, I didn't know it was her. And I'm like, that's the girl I just met a couple weeks ago. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that's when I, uh, uh, you know, sometime during the service, I, I went over to her and, uh, you know, I spoke to her and I sat next to her. She was sitting by herself. So I sat next to her during the service. And uh, even then, it, it, there was nothing, uh, you know, it, it wasn't too much conversation or anything like that. Um, but at that service, we actually exchanged numbers and um, and, uh, you know, we, we said that we wanted to kind of keep in touch with one another. Uh, so that's how that kind of started. Um, it's, you know, our, our story is a little interesting because neither one of us, it wasn't like love at first sight. How Absolutely people would, not. you know, how people would. uh uh, you know, some people have that story, and I think that's fine. I do think that it does happen where there's like an instant connection. I wouldn't necessarily say love at first sight, but an instant connection um, that happens at first sight. And the reason why I say I don't believe it'd be love at first sight because I don't believe love is an emotion. It's not something that you can fall in and out of. Um, I believe that love is a choice that you make every day to live selflessly. Um, not expecting anything in return, anything in exchange. Um, you know, it's 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 a decision. Um, if it wasn't a decision, then Jesus would not command us to love the Lord your God and love one another. He said it as a commandment. So if it can be commanded, um, then it, it can be a decision or a choice that you make every day to commit in a covenant way. Um, so, uh, you know, it was just it was just one of them things where neither one of us was expecting it. But over time, 
you know, we began as good friends and, uh, you know, we just started building a friendship. It wasn't anything, you know, physical, anything like that, 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 that got involved. We just were just good friends at one point and uh, it just grew. So what I want to, what I want to, uh, uh, I want Brittany to kind of elaborate on is um, how I actually came about. <laughs> you just saw the look she just gave me. <laughs> how I actually came about um, pursuing you. So I think that it was really weird because you were the first person. Well, the first church guy that I've ever talked to. Uh, what? You say what now? <laughs> you were the first church guy or church boy um, that I ever entertain or ever talk to at all well so what kind of guys did so you i was mean? a little ratchet before okay <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me judge your mama um not really i love you shishi but um um yeah he was the first church boy that i've ever talked to so our conversations were extremely different for me i was used to a lot of like play conversations nothing um very intentional but isaac he was very intentional like even for um just telling me eventually after our friendship pretty much telling me like he's not looking to just date or just looking just for something to do but he was very intentional about him uh as, as far as saying like i'm looking for a wife you know and that was some weird language for me because he had a time uh a time frame that i wasn't too savvy to um i remember you saying something about like um, I was really like guarded oh, and I told yeah. him that <laughs> I told him like you won't even meet my family until after a year and he's like yeah right she had like this 10 year plan yeah. <laughs> I was bruised whatever <laughs> um but it was very different because I've never uh came into contact with a, a guy that was as intentional so it was kind of like frightening because I'm like this boy crazy like what do you mean he looking for a wife and you know it'll be you know as far as like quick and all this stuff and, I, and marriage was so far from my mind so um some of the things that he was saying was kind of like okay he weird but he's kind of cool so I keep talking to him but I never ever would have imagined that we would be married um based off of that because we were on like two different pages pertaining to marriage. Now, 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 let me tell you what that's called, babe. That's called good game. Boy, yeah. <laughs> you did the old fake and bake real quick. <laughs> no, but it was really weird um, because I never had that. Like, you know, you used to, um, I could be honest on this podcast, but you used to just plan plan relationships like not no real courtship and even in the church world you see it all the time like people they're courting they use this type of language but they're they're not really on the process of courtship there's no real accountability there's no real um intentionality at all um and so this was very different for me and it, it kind of scared me but it drew me at the same time I guess it was a little bit of game, but <laughs> um, it, uh -huh. it, it worked, right? Um, but yeah, you were extremely intentional. Like our conversation, it wasn't on no, like what's your favorite color type of stuff, but it was on purpose, things like to dig and to pull a lot out of me just to see if we were even compatible um, enough to just be friends. So I think uh, that was awkward and weird, but it was the beginning of our journey that I feel like really sustained us um, even to this point now in our marriage yeah absolutely i um you know the reason why i was so intentional about it is because you know i've dated in the church so my story is different mm, than <laughs> i dated a lot it. in the church all right um so my story is a little different 
uh, than Britney's uh, story is she didn't. I was the first guy she dated in the church, so she was used to dating guys with you know platinum grills Boy. <laughs> and you know uh, deaf whatever uh, tear tattoos on their face. <laughs> uh, you know, so I was I was the first upstanding oh my. you know guy. <laughs> Way to toot your own horn, right? <laughs> Um, that she dated me on the other hand I've all I've de- I've been in the church all my life and I've dated mostly in the church uh, um, you know f- from the time I started dating most of the women um, the young women that I've dated they were in the church and it's nothing wrong with that but um, it was it was very different at the point of my life that I was in because I grew up in the church and because I've had an encounter with God at like a young age, I kind of already knew, you know, like I'm a, I'm a senior pastor now. My, my wife and I both are senior leaders. Um, I'm in my early 30s, but I've been knowing that I was going to do what I'm doing now since I was about 16 or 17 years old. Um, so, uh, you know, my, my, you know, me, me knowing and understanding um, to a degree of who I was, who I am, um, it was already kind of there. I had good mentors around me. Had a, you know, my relationship with God allowed me to to understand certain things about my calling um, that made me more intentional about pursuing uh, my wife, particularly at this point in my life. Now, I know some of y'all heard her say that I was actually in a relationship um, when when the both of us met. So y'all, I know some of y'all thinking like, so what happened mm-hmm. to the relationship? Sada. Um, so like I said, when we, when we met and we exchanged numbers, like a couple weeks later, I was on my way out of town that following week. And uh, I was actually going out of the country, um, to minister with the team. And, um, I'm on the airplane. Uh, we, uh, she and I were texting back and forth and, uh, I started to kind of like her. A little bit. So I'm on the airplane uh, with with one of my friends that was tra- that was traveling with me, and uh, and I'm telling him like, hey, you know, uh, I kind of like this girl, and you know, this is one of my best friends, uh, and uh, I'm just gonna say his name, Corey, uh, Corey Person. We're on a you know we're on a plane, and uh, he knows pretty much all of my you know the things that I was going through at that time. And he tells me, he's like, hey, look, Isaac, if you're going to pursue her, then you got to be serious. You can't be playing games. If you're going to talk to her, you can't be talking to two girls at the same time. You're going to have to, you know, make a decision on what you want to do if you're going to be serious and pursue her. So I actually took his advice and I made, you know, a decision to say, hey, you know, um, I think this is the girl that I that I want to pursue. So I ended up. Um, breaking up with uh, with the other girl that I was with in order to pursue my wife. And I want to say this, our process, we met um, uh, April 2013. I proposed to her April 2014 and we were engaged, excuse me, and we were married by September of 2014. So our whole process was about a year and five months. A year and five months from the time we actually met 
until the time that we actually got married. And we are going into our six year of marriage mm -hmm. and it's a good marriage. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, we're, we're happy in our marriage. Uh, sometimes what people like to do is they try to put their stories on you and, oh, just wait till the honeymoon season is yeah. over and just, you know, wait till the first year is over. Second year going to be the worst year of your life. The fourth year is going to be the worst year of your life. Every year, Every apparently, year is going to be the worst year of your life. And to be quite honest, we haven't had any bad years relationally. We've had some difficult things that we've had to endure um, but as far as our relationship is concerned, we haven't had any um, any bad years so far. And you know what? I feel like the reason like I, I believe that um, the reason that we have a healthy relationship and not to be boastful or anything. But I feel like because even once we started our journey, I think us being intentional about learning marriage and learning what we were actually getting ourselves into. I feel like that really helped us prevent a lot of different obstacles, like silly obstacles, like um, that a lot of people have to go through when they first get together or when they first get married, because we actually took time to study this thing out biblically and even had accountability as friends. We had counselors when we were friends, you know, just to kind of walk us through this in a healthy way um, to make sure that God remained the center of it. But I think that uh, us being intentional from the very beginning, even our friendship really helped us develop a healthy marriage. What do you think? Like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that was that was very important. Just having a, a, a good foundation. We made sure that our foundation um, was good. We would pray together. We just made sure that our foundation was a strong uh, foundation because, you know, a lot of people, they try to build a house on foolishness. They try oh, yeah. to build a house on lust, on sex, on yeah. on on selfishness, on whatever it may be. And you have to build your foundation if you're in a relationship, if you're courting, if you're dating, you don't have to wait. You know, if you're intentional, for one, you have to be intentional. Ladies, if they're not intentionally pursuing you, if they're not intentional about their expectations and what they are expecting and want from you, then they probably playing games, just to be quite honest. Um, and you'll find yourself in a relationship that's you'll look up and you 10, 15 years. I know that's a long time, but it happens. Yeah. You look up and you're, you're 10, 15 years in an uncommitted relationship with some. And, and, and let me tell you, and, and, and I can say this from experience. It don't take long for a man to know what he wants. It doesn't take long for a man to know who he wants when he is intentional uh, and when the relationship is intentional. And when there are expectations on both ends that are actually laid out and discussed I'm letting Brittany know, hey, hey, you know, this is what uh, my expectations are. This is what I will give. This is what I'm expecting from you. She can tell me, hey, Isaac, this is, you know, this is what I'm expecting. This is my expectations. This is what I'm willing to give. And as long as we maintain our relationship based on those expectations, the process and the journey actually speeds up. But I feel like even with like us being able to lay out expectations I think that we were only able to do that because we came to the relationship with some sense of wholeness. 
um, because we knew what we could carry. Like we knew our capacities. We knew, um, now granted, we wasn't perfect in that. And I feel like once you meet the person, they'll, they'll bring certain things out of you that you never even knew existed in regards to purpose. Um, but I feel like because we didn't come in this thing like jacked all up, like trying to fill a void with a spouse, uh, I really believe that we were able to clearly lay out expectations because what I feel like a lot of times what we do and um, a lot of women do this, we don't really take I'm like a big guru on like single season type of things. And um, I don't feel like we really take the time to just embrace those processes or embrace the process of actually being single and so we're looking for a superman or we're looking for somebody to come and save us or come and fill a void when we really haven't dealt with the inner things in us and I know like I feel like we have this wrong perception or perspective of what marriage is or what our husband should do. And I feel like a lot of times women in the church, um, because people not we're not teaching this thing the right way. I think that we're waiting on the man to come and bring us happiness or to come and bring us a sense of identity. But I truly believe that the Lord um, uh, desires that we bring a sense of identity to um, a relationship so that it can actually build to something great. Um, so yeah, that's just like a, a strong passion of mine because I feel like the reason that we were able to lay those expectations is because we had something to bring to the table and it wasn't just natural things. It wasn't like, oh, we got money or you hear all these teachings of he better have a credit score of X, Y, and Z or whatever. And all those things are cool, but we had some substance to bring to the table. We had wholeness to bring to the table. And so from that point on, I mean, from that, you know, we were able to build a healthy thing. She telling the truth because I mean my credit straight now, but when we <laughs> met, my credit was boo boo. <laughs> See, I'm just an advocate for like <laughs> I know everybody had their standards, and I'm all for standards. But personally, this is my own thing. You can feel how you feel, but my thing is if money can change it. It's not a requirement. It's not a deal breaker for me because I feel like we become very carnal with. Um, our list of he better halves. I don't know if that's the real list, but and then, and then you have nothing that you can nothing, grow with together. Nothing, and 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 that's that's something that I uh, I believe that if I'm requiring, if I require Isaac to bring something to the table, I equally should be able to bring the same things that I'm requiring of him to bring to the table. So, um. If I want a man or if you want a man that's going to come and take you to these five star restaurants, invest in you and do all these great things. But in your single season, you don't think you're worth the investment to do that on your own. I think it's something wrong with that. Now, now, when you're talking about a single season, you know, on that end, our stories are different either. Because yeah. I literally ended one relationship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 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 I and I and I began a new friendship with you because we didn't jump right into a relationship, but I began a friendship with you, an intentional friendship to see where the relationship goes. You, on the other hand, what did, what did your journey? Look I would like? say for real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, um, but no, for me. So I, I I grew up in church my whole life, but it wasn't until like my junior year in college where. That's where I truly began to live for God, for real, for real. Um, so I wasn't like faking this church girl stuff, but I was for real about God. And so from that moment on, 
I went through this process where literally God literally just began to pull things from me. Relationships, French, male, women, all of them just began to just be removed from my life. And I, I didn't understand at that time, but God literally was taking me through a process and it required for me to have a season where I just spent time getting to know who Brittany was. Um, and so literally I would take my cell phone dates. I would go to conferences by myself. Um, some people might think it's lame, but it was necessary. And I know that everybody's process may not be like this, but I truly believe that when you've come from broken relationships, you owe yourself the time to heal. You owe yourself time to just invest in who you are because oftentimes we jump from relationship to relationship when we're seeking something, but those things are never going to feel or the void that you're actually trying to feel and I feel that it, it takes a uh, it requires us a time and a season that we can just spend with the father and spend with God so he can really just begin to um, deal with the layers of, of hurt and just esteem issues and all of these things and we never we rarely ever take the time to heal so I just went on like a two-year journey before I met you I didn't know you was gonna come at two-year mark but um I just uh went on this journey where it was only about me and God like I didn't care now I probably had some unhealthy areas in this thing because I feel like I kind of isolated myself a little bit too much (laughs) but um it was just a journey with me and God and in that place I really began to um, develop identity um, and just allow and, and allow the uh, uh, the father to really just deal with the broken girl in me. Um, and I don't feel like as women, as for, especially as church women, because we know how to cover up and outward things so we can prophesy and we can pray and we can do all these things but we've never really dealt with the insecurity like you don't really like how you look when you look in the mirror and those are the things that really matter um and so I just went on that journey to allow God to heal that broken girl in me so that and and let me say this it wasn't for I, I didn't I didn't go on this journey in hopes that God was going to bring me somebody because I feel like that's what people do. I'm going to heal so so I could do this for my spouse or let me do all these things so a man can come. But it a man was the furthest thing from my mind. It was literally, OK, God, you created me here for a purpose. You created me here for something. And let me figure out. Let me figure that thing out. And I didn't have a desire to even bring somebody in that space. It was just solely a time for me and God. So that's what I'm referring to when I'm talking about just embracing a single season. Yours might not be two years. Yours might not be six months, but I do feel like we owe ourselves some time to heal from past things. So that's, that's so very good. That's so good. Did I just take over your podcast? You did not take over the podcast. Um, You are a guest. You know, what's mine is yours. Church talk with Brittany. Hey, we're going to (laughs) rebrand this whole thing and we're going to call it Church Talk with Brittany. She already told me she's going to take over. So, I mean, (laughs) but, um, you know, this is so good. Um, Listen, y'all, I mean, honestly, we're probably going to have to do a third part to this. Uh, You know, we shared a little bit of our story. I think on the next one, we want to give a little bit more advice and just share some wisdom um, with you all and there was a lot of wisdom that flowed um, in this particular podcast so you know I just want you all hey give us some feedback let us know what you think 
uh, about this, some topics, even relational topics that you may want to hear, and we can try to dive into it. My wife and I, this is one of our passions. Uh, we, we love dealing with relationships and marriage and mm-hmm. helping people get to a place of wholeness so where they could they can actually love themselves uh, and then learn to love other people as they love themselves. So um, listen, y'all, I'm so glad y'all decided to tune in uh, to Church Talk with Isaac. I hope this was a blessing to you. Um, again, this was me and my wife, Brittany. Uh, we love y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And we pray y'all have a blessed day and a blessed week. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.